DJ Dub. We did not authorize national identity cards. We did not authorize the eye of Big Brother to appear from cameras throughout our city. We did not authorize an eye for an eye. We did not authorize this administration to wage war anytime, anywhere, anyhow it pleases. We did not authorize war without end. We did not authorize. 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 Come a little closer. We're live. Welcome into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Let's do this damn thing. I'm El Hefe. That is J Dubs. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Hey, how are you? Long time no see. I know. Let me see that beautiful, smiling, big face. Look, here I am in all my hairy glory, uh, ready to entertain you. Uh, and I, by you, I mean J-Dubs. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. Also, too, don't forget about RadioHideout.com. It is yeah. available for you. Uh, go there, learn about the show. We have new members signing up each and every day. Um, so RadioHideout.com, it is free to join. Mostly the big thing about it, it's an online community, the virtual hideout, if you will, where people gather, they uh, discuss various uh, items. And most of them have nothing to do with us. No, not at all. Which, you know, I yeah. like. Yeah. I prefer it that way. I prefer that the, the forums aren't really talking about us. I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, also, too, you can email us at jfkhideout at aol.com, and that is the same link up for the instant messenger. Yes. JFK Hideout. It is time for us to play our our game, if you will. I thought I heard the magic words. Which were? AOL. Oh, if you yeah. want a free trial of AOL for broadband just to be, uh, for being a WJFK listener, call 1-800-297-1025. 1-800-297-1025. When does that end? I think that's forever. Nice. We're locked in. Awesome AOL broadband. Also, there's something you can click on the website as well. What? Not for AOL, but we have... Oh, that, uh, that's right. Yeah, Discover your ride. Yeah, that's right. Go to WJFK.com. <laughs> i got to have that in Click on the Discover Your Ride banner. You know that? I don't know the whole plot. Okay, we'll find that. Trying. We'll find I'm, that. I'm grabbing at straws right now, buddy. <laughs> we'll do it at some point. <laughs> you would think, having a three-day weekend, that we would be organized. Oh, no, no. And it couldn't be any more different. It, it's like three day, uh, an extra day just for everything to... More stuff to F up for us, you know? Mm -hmm. It was just an extra day to uh, throw us further behind. Do you feel rested, J-Dubs? Actually, I do. I'm not tired. I slept a lot, man. Me too. I did a lot of sleep. I did stuff, which, by the way, we're going to play Whose Weekend Was It? If you want to play, 866-277-4969. We have tickets to a hideout exclusive. Is that is that right, J-Dubs? Yeah, that's a... Uh... A hideout exclusive showing. Again, it's two weeks late, but it's a hideout exclusive. Is for you, our listeners, to see Fahrenheit 9-11. Totally free and uh, just our listeners coming together, watching a movie. And here's the thing. If you've seen it once and you wanted to see it again, if you want, don't, if you want to see it for the third time, if you feel like you have brothers, sisters, friends that you want to drag to this thing, 
we got a whole theater to fill. Yeah. So we're going to be giving away family four packs, uh, a six pack. You call them family four packs, I call them family fun packs. <laughs> and it's by calling right now, 866-277-4969. The thing that's going to be the most fun about this, J-Dubs, I want people who are not Michael Moore fans to go and watch this film with us as well. I want people to go see the film, period. Yeah, I think the reason... I don't care if you like Michael Moore, if you don't like Michael Moore, just go check it out. Uh, and it's free. The reason that it's cool is because it stimulates conversation, no matter what. Uh, I, in fact, I'll tell you this, this wasn't on the weekend uh, recap game, but I was at a bar... And I knew specifically that somebody hated Michael Moore and everything is lies, blah, blah, blah. So I, I walk up and I sit down at the bar and I'm like, Fahrenheit 9-11, greatest movie ever. Then him and all his lawyer friends start bitching and start going off on their whole right-wing thing. And, and then I, uh, I just get up and leave. And so I left them. I left my other friends who are sitting there. That's always fun, just starting a fight and then... Uh, you, you, uh, Hell breaks out, right? And you walk out without them noticing, and they just keep on fighting for hours. They're stuck in the middle of this conversation. It's not going to be any fun. It's going to be a drag to the night. Yeah. And I was just like, "All right, Fahrenheit uh, 9/11, greatest movie ever." And then I leave. And they ended up bitching. I came back about 45 minutes later. They're still bitching about the movie. Again, most controversial movie out this year. Bigger than Shrek 2. And in controversy, yes. Okay, quite possibly. But it's a hideout exclusive, so it's a chance for you to get together with your brothers and uh, and watch this and uh, hang out with us, all right? So here we go. We're going to play Whose Weekend Was It? This is our weekend recap game in which we tell you various things. It's either myself, it's Dubs, or it's uh, Bateman. You have to guess who it is. And we're going to make it real easy tonight for the family four-pack of tickets. You uh, only got to get one out of two. So basically, uh, you get one right. Fifty-fifty. You're uh, you're gonna go. Yeah, you're gonna have this chance to uh, to win this. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Just a couple of lines left open. And let's play. Whose weekend was it? Cliff, welcome into the hideout. One six point seven WJFK. How was your weekend, brother? Cliff, you there? Oh, I'm sorry. Stand the rules here. Now I win four tickets if I guess it right. Yes. And I win six tickets if I'm wrong, right? Hey, sure, why not? <laughs> All right, here we go, Cliff. You ready to play Panani? Let's play with Cliff. Whose weekend ready? was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member promptly walked out of a bar in Arlington when his friend puked next to him. Whose oh, weekend that, was it? That was El Hefe. Yeah, that was, and I, I, afraid, I, had to pick. I didn't realize that I gave it away, but congratulations. You're a winner going to see Fahrenheit 9-11. Hold on, all right? I'll take it. All right, buddy. Um, Dubs, let me tell you what happened. So we're at the bar. News hounds get together, okay? Oh, and I know how the news hounds roll. Booze hounds. Uh, yeah. Booze hounds, poon booze hounds, hounds, whatever you want to call us. Except I think we're losers tonight in our baseball game. Here's the thing. So we've been drinking all day. We started at Hooters. Then we moved over to Greavies. Then we end up at Dr. Dremo's in Arlington. They don't have any shots, so we want to walk up to the Irish Four Courts. It's right there in the uh, the courthouse uh, area, right there on Clarendon and Wilson. We walk up there. One of our buddies is just hammered, and we're doing the Jaeger bombs. Mm -hmm. We're doing Guinness. I mean, all of this stuff, all right? So I'm standing there. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, Steve, our big pitcher, blows chunks right in the middle of the bar. And he was calling you chunks that night? He was calling everybody a whore. And so then, I didn't realize this, 
ladies who were in the bar standing next to us got very, very dirty. <laughs> as soon as he started spewing, I made a beeline for the door because I knew they were going to kick us out. Yeah. Then, on my way out, I, I hear him go, I guess I'm the whore. As soon as he says that, he throws up again on his way out of the Irish Four Courts on Saturday night. So then we're walking down the street. And this, they have a nice little outside area, and there are a couple places where I guess you can eat. We're walking down the street. I'm trying to run away from the cat because he's so sick. Right in front of people eating, again, oh, outside on Wilson Boulevard, Big Steve, Crazy Steve, blows chunks one more time. Have you ever done that at a bar? Uh, yes, I have, actually. I've done, I was notorious for it back in our old town. I think I puked at every big bar that was in our town. And let me tell you this, too. The, uh, <laughs> the greatest thing about it all was that the people who got dirty mm -hmm. at the Irish Four Courts found us at Dr. Dremo's, came up to Crazy Steve, and demanded that they buy, uh, that he buy them a pitcher. So he had to buy the girl. I, I, I think that's fair, though. Of course it was, and he was completely down with it. He had no problem with uh, with doing this. Yeah, I would. I, I mean, at least he didn't. They didn't ask him to buy like a new blouse for him or whatever. So again, uh, you people at the Irish uh, Four Courts, we apologize for this. It uh, it was it was really uh, crazy, Steve, and I in no way wanted to be associated. Well. When you're hanging out with Crazy Steve, you know crazy stuff's going to happen. That's how Crazy Steve does it. Well, I mean, this isn't something that he calls himself. That's just something over the years that we've gotten to know him that he ends up doing this. All right, let's continue to play. Uh, sounds like an a-hole to me. Whose weekend was it? Hey, it's the Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Kevin, you're in the Hideout as we play the game for Fahrenheit 9-11 tickets, the exclusive showing this Friday with uh, Dubs and myself. Let's go, Punani. Over the weekend, this hideout member spent Sunday and Monday running, running the boards at WJFK and watched Donna Mike's show producer, Beth Ann, paint Donna Mike's new office. All right, so give it to us one more time, Panani, because you stumbled just like it was the mixtape last night. <laughs> Over the weekend, this hideout member spent Sunday and Monday. I can't <laughs> I, Monday. It's, it's, you've been Monday. saying these since you were in the first grade. Sunday and Monday. Yeah, okay, okay. They're, they're consecutive. <laughs> right. Uh huh. Spent <laughs> Sunday and Monday. Running the board at the No, start from the beginning. <laughs> no. Steve or Kevin, you got anything on this? How was the board off this weekend? Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Uh, I think it was Dubs. Uh, no, it was not. But you get another shot, Kevin. I should almost give it to him just because Punani screwed it up so bad. Yeah, definitely. All right, go with this one. Go with this next one. Over the weekend, this hideout member was left in an uncomfortable situation sitting on the couch with a hot chick as his buddy takes her friend into his room. Whose weekend was it? Was it Hefe? Was it Dubs? Was it Bateman? Not to go Dubs again. I'm sorry. All right. Hey, you're a winner anyway. Get yeah, you're a winner. Hold on, because we because we got tickets to give away, because Punani just mush mouthed that one. What do you mean I mush mouthed that? <sighs> I want to tell the story, but I can't give it justice because there are a ton of people that want to play the game. Dubs, remind me to tell you about this. Yeah. Before the end of the night. Yeah. How I got stuck. Actually, I wasn't even. I was kind of the wingman, but I was doing really well, and um, I got stuck out with a very hot chick uh, sitting in the living room. It was just really uncomfortable, and I got no game. All right? We'll just put it just like that. I'm gameless, completely gameless, and I did not get laid this weekend. 
And actually, it was really, really sad. So hang out for that. Also, too, well, I don't want to give it away because it may be in the weekend recap game. Let's go, Punani. Let's go over here. Let's talk to Nick. Nick, you're in the hideout in JFK. What's up, brother? Hey, much. How you doing? Thanks for hanging in there with uh, Punani stumbling. Here we go. Whose weekend was it? Over the weekend, this hideout member rented and watched Nine Dead Gay Gays. <laughs> Nine dead gay guys. I said, so I type. That was my. Somebody's telling big time. I'm gonna take a chance to say Dubs. Yes, right. that was J Dubs. If it's uh, anything homoerotic, that's J Dubs. Hey, that was your suggestion. You suggested I watch it. Hey, congratulations, Nick. You're a winner. Nine dead gay guys is a movie that I saw. Yeah. I rented. It's the funniest damn movie I've ever seen because of the fact that it's just so. So out there. Oh, they don't hold back for one second. They don't even pretend. They're talking about oral. They're, they're talking about what they can fit, you know, just like just some of the craziest stuff. You never expect to be they're, in. They're talking about blank cheese. Oh, <laughs> oh my, my chick got so disgusted. I'm when, sure because I'm sure it brought up uh, images of you. Yeah, probably. I can but she, she seriously, we were eating, watching it. For some reason, we decided to have dinner while we were watching Nine Dead Gay Guys. Right. And it was the the weirdest part about it, even though it was one of the most outrageous movies I've ever watched, it had a positive message in the end. Right, exactly. Was it funny or not? Oh, it was hilarious. I, I, but I think very few people could watch that movie and feel comfortable. Oh, I, I didn't even really feel comfortable. I was a little off with it because yeah. it's so amazingly, like, they, like for shock value, yeah. everything homo that you could ever possibly imagine was in that movie. It was funny, though. Nine dead gay guys. Yeah. Be 18 or over. Smoo, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? You ready to play? I am totally ready to play. All right. And now, apparently, Punani got kicked out by Oddball. Oddball yeah, I came in from the bullpen. Made the executive decision. We had, a, we had a pull on the left. No, no. I wanted him to wish mouth mine, too. <laughs> I know. Here we go. Whose weekend was it? Okay. What's this guy's name? Uh, Smoo. Smoo. Yes. Okay. Which member of the hideout? Went out with Skellington and oh, Victim after Friday night's show. Wait, what, idiot? <laughs> Which member of the hideout this weekend went out with Skellington and Victim after Friday night's show? Was that, I, was that Hefe, Dubs, or Bateman? I will have to get Bateman. That yes. is correct. Congratulations. Correct. You are a winner. Hold on. Look at everybody winning to go see the exclusive showing of Fahrenheit 9-11 with the hideout this Friday night. And there are plenty of passes for you to get. In fact, uh, 866-277-4969, just letting you, giving you a quick heads up. It's happening in Fairfax, okay? It's going to happen in Fairfax. Neat little independent theater uh, right around the corner from us. So hang out with that, all right? Make sure you know that. And uh, congratulations uh, to everyone who's won so far. Apparently, Bateman said that he went out... On Friday night, it was him, uh, Magdalena slash Skellington, and Victim. And I guess they had gone out, and then they called him so that he could come out and, like, eat. And he said something about scoring. Oh, my phone's broken in here. Does anything work, J-Dub? No, everything's totally screwed over right now. Hey, but we And it's, you know, there's just a lot of stuff going on with automation. Stuff's getting unplugged and stuff's not getting... It's a very rough time in the studio right now. Not blaming anybody, but you know, just stuff happens. I am. Yeah. Come on, get your get your crap together. Jesus. Act like there's no live shows. Oh, this week. We're we're gonna have, uh, I believe, tomorrow night. Maybe maybe Thursday night. 
Tony, the engineer, is going to be hanging out with us. Why? Just if everything crashes. Well, just to have us uh, really comfortable with the system and make sure there's nothing special that we need with the system. All right, I like Tony. Yeah, that ought to be a lot of fun. He's hanging out till 7 a.m. Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's an oddball. Congratulations, oddball! You're a winner. So much for surfing the porn sites. <clears throat> All right, uh, Steve, you're in the hideout of JFK. You ready to play? What's up, F.A.R.? I want to play. This is Crazy Steve checking in. Oh, Crazy Steve, who uh, blew chunks at the uh, Irish Four Courts. Hey, there you go. If you just ask Pepe, you'll get the tickets. Why are you playing for him? Hey. Oh, I don't want to play. I just want, I just want to apologize to everybody that saw that. <laughs> and just to shoot a plug, um, if anybody thought it was hot, give me a call. All right. Hey, did we? <laughs> did, did the new hounds end up winning tonight? Um, actually, we lost 7-4 to four Jesus after the valiant effort. Screw those guys. Maybe they need a new pitcher. I, w I want to. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I want to get traded. All right. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, bro? If, if, if I could just, uh, if any, we need anything, I'd say it'd be a first baseman. Okay, I agree. All right. Well, that's inside, but thank you, bro. Goddamn plays, man. Look, I know. You know, I, I, I don't mind inside jokes on the show, but inside jokes about the baseball team, I can't handle. Look, man, here's my thing. It's not even inside jokes. I go out there, I try hard. I want people to give the same kind of effort. All right? That's all I'm asking for. Sons of bitches. I hate losing. New Sound 5000, you're in the hideout on JFK. You ready to play? Yes, Bow Wow. Bow Wow, brother. Let's do this. Come on, Oddball. Here we go. Okay, New Sound 5000. Whose weekend was it? <laughs> so, so stupid. Go ahead. This member of the hideout watched Fahrenheit 911 again. Was that Dubs? Was it uh, Dubs, myself, or was it Bateman? I'm going to say Heavy. I'm sorry, that was not me, but you still get another chance. Hold on. Dubs, you went to go see Fahrenheit 9-11 again, even yeah, though you know we're going this Friday. Yeah, last night I took my chick to go see it because she won't be able to make it to the uh, the screening. What were her thoughts? Um, She uh, she, she got... seems like a Republican to me. No, no, absolutely not. Mm. If you knew, yeah. Okay. Uh, she liked it and didn't at the same time. She thought a lot of parts just got too silly and like the whole part about uh with the uh with the mother crying for right. about and she was just like, All right, enough of it. Go move on to something else. I I I get it. What is she heartless? No, but she didn't want to see another mother's pain? Come on. You she didn't cry? No. You two. I swear you may as well not even have tear ducts. You guys are heartless. <laughs> You flush your fish down the toilet with no proper burial, and you don't care that a, mo a mother's uh, the the mother of a soldier. Actually, died. actually, I told her have a little respect. In the, Did you in the really? I'm right. like, hey, her son died. Give her a little respect. That's J Dub saying this. All right, New South Five Thousand. You get another shot. Here we go. Whose weekend was it? This member of the hideout stayed home Saturday because he looked like a swollen, hideous freak due to his wisdom teeth being pulled. Whose weekend was it? Was it Hefe, was it Dubs, was it Bateman? Bateman. Yes, and you're a winner. Congratulations, Newshound 5000. I tried to invite... 5000, uh, 5000. 5000. Uh, I tried to invite Bateman to go out to Dr. Dreamo's and hang out with us. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, when you hang out with the poon hounds, who knows, maybe you get a little spill-off. Because that's, that's what he's good at, catching, catching the runoff. You didn't either. Ah, uh, yeah. I sat there gameless, uncomfortable, twiddling thumbs as she tried to move to the other couch. Um, all right, here we go. Whose weekend was it? Final go-around. David, you're in the hideout on JFK. You ready to play? All right, your phone. 
uh, and your uh, your radio is turned up. So let's go to somebody else who's been on hold for a while. Let's go to Carrie. Carrie, you're in the hideout on JFK. You ready? Yes, I would like to play the game that you were playing right now. All right, Carrie. Here we go. Whose weekend was it? All right, Carrie. This member of the hideout went to Mantan's Fourth of July party and watched Cicada and Matt Albert participate in the two girl show. Oh. Uh. Oh, yeah. Take that part. <laughs> okay, no, it wasn't. Thank you. Nice try. I get two more. Actually, we're out. Sorry. No. But I'll tell you this, uh, John Kerry, if you want to go, you can go. I'd love to meet you. Are you busy Friday? Oh, isn't that sweet? Are you busy Friday? <laughs> I've seen it, though. Oh, well, come watch it again. You know you want to hang out with us? Hold on a second. We'll give them to you if you want. Again, it's an exclusive showing of Fahrenheit 9-11 this Friday with the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Buster, we're out of questions, but you were uh, on hold. So you... Ian, yo, Ian, what's up? Yeah. Hey, I want to play this game, yo. All right, I was going to give you tickets, but you sound like an ass clown, so you <laughs> end up being a loser. No ass clowns. Seriously. We're going to watch a movie, and that's the other thing, too. Don't bring any of your loser friends who are going to do a lot of talking I mean, we're there to be able to have a conversation about the movie, but the last thing that I need is for you and your little loser friends to come out and just do a lot of trash talking and being loud and throwing popcorn. We're there to act like civilized Yeah, this adults. isn't the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is the hideout's first outing, quote-unquote, if you will, because I'm not counting Tequila Beach. So I'm guessing that cheering is not allowed? But cheering is allowed. Oh, okay. is there, I mean, really, is there anywhere, anywhere in the movie to cheer? Yeah, actually, is there? there are yeah. places to cheer. There are places definitely to laugh. Have you not seen it yet, Panani? No, I was actually going to do it this week. Are you going to go with us then? I'm here. What? Are, button. You, are you really? Yeah. God damn, man. What the hell's wrong? Jesus. Make sure Bad Monkey gets tickets, too. He's the resident Republican. How are you, Dubs? Out of breath. He ran all the way upstairs? Yeah. Now, you... Ended up buying a, a, a pretty funny um, book, like a, if you would. Yeah, a George W. Bush quiz book. Okay. Tell me about it. Well, it's about 210 pages long. I want to hear him breathe. I read it all last night. Actually, I fell asleep with it on my chest because I, I was just sitting on the couch reading it all night last night, and I fell asleep. I got a breath. <sighs> How fast did you run upstairs? This is the saddest thing that I've ever heard. How fast did I run? I was, I was down back in under a minute. So we have, because we have a ton of these tickets to give away, so we have more games, and you have... Give me an example of one of the uh, questions that you have. All right. What happened when George W. Bush was taken to a country club, club to play golf at the age of 13? A, he got caught sneaking beer. <laughs> B, he drove a golf cart into the water trap. C, he had a bad tee off and screamed, F this, and his mother made him sit in the car. <laughs> or D, he got caught killing frogs. Or E, his uncle touched him. Oh, hey, hey, hey. All right, so what? All right, so what was the name of this book, by the way? Where did you get this book? I got it at Books a Million. It's uh, the, uh, it's like the George W. Bush quiz book. Okay, all right. And uh, what is it? What was? What's the correct answer? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with A. I'm gonna say he got caught at the age of 13 sneaking a little beer. What do you think? What do you think, Oddball? And not E, the one that you made up. Slander. Repeat them again, please. A, he got caught sneaking beer. B, he drove his golf cart into the water trap. C, he had a bad tee off and screamed, F this, and his mother made him sit in a car. <laughs> or D, he got caught killing frogs. I would say C. 
She's correct. Wow, he yelled F this? And this wasn't a one-time occurrence either. This happened a number of times. So this is from the George W. Bush quiz book. Yeah. All right, so we'll play this game a little bit later on. Yeah. We need to do this around midnight. Again, to give away more tickets to the exclusive showing of the Hideout uh, Fahrenheit 9-11 movie, because we're just going to put our name on it. Um, sorry, Michael Moore. Now, the other thing that we have, too, and I'm not too clear on this, so Bateman, get in here if you would. Um, yesterday, and we ended the uh, we ended the game with this question, who went, whose weekend was it that went to Mantan's 4th of July birth, uh, 4th of July party with the two girls show. From what I understand, we have video and audio tape. I'm I'm really you were very incoherent before the show. Me? What do we have? What exactly are we doing in this next break? We have Matt and Sid each participating doing something with a girl at the at one of the strippers at the party. Okay, we have so video of that and then we have some audio of us afterwards. All right, so the comedy dumplings and are they hanging out every weekend now? They hung out Saturday all day, Sunday, and Monday, and I don't think they took a shower at all. All right, these, is Cicada here? Yes. Oh, great. I hope he showered for work. All right, so Cicada is here. He may have, he may have uh, showered for work, but he didn't sleep before work because he was upstairs uh, sleeping on the couch for about an hour earlier. So we have audio of you guys at Mantan's party. Yes. And we have video. I'll let you do the play-by-play in the video. Okay. Because the audio was, there were a lot of people screaming and yelling and... All right, you know, I'm excited. And, about... and I'll tell you this, Matt needed help doing his stunt because he's so big. Okay, so Matt did a stunt with the strippers? More or less. All right, well, we'll, we'll look at it next and we'll explain it to you next. We'll get some of the audio from it as well. Traumatizing. Let's take a very quick break. Uh, is Mantan here too? Yeah, he brought the tape in and he can... Uh... Provide further details. Bring you some of those burgers? <laughs> no, I came in empty handed. Give me some of those hamburgers. Porn only. Let's do a quick break. Come back. Find out a two girl show at Mantan's Fourth of July party with the comedy dumplings. And there's video. And in fact, I wonder if we can put this video in any way on RadioHideout.com. I think we could probably it's work that out. It's somewhat pornographic, but I bet my boy Bad Monkey could edit it up real nice. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's maybe maybe if he just zoomed in on Matt Albert's face the whole time. Yeah, I, I think that just the facial expressions of him at a two girls show would be priceless and not need the whole thing. I love RadioHideout.com. I love having that other outlet. Quick break. Coming back. More of the Hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Hideout. <laughs> So many perpetrators, man, the whole nine many they, they real, they real fake, yeah. When you come to our town, when we wish the ground, cause we ain't no haters like you, just a nigga that's greater than you. Tonight, let us shake this cave. Tonight, let us tremble these halls of earth, steel, and stone. Let us be heard from red tar. To black sky tonight. Let us make them remember we are not afraid. The hideout featuring L. F. A. and J. Dub. Welcome back into the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. We are live tonight. Uh, just so you know, this is a live program. 
And participation is uh, always welcome. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. And uh, Yo says, ha ha, you're the only Moe's on live. That's not true. Donna Mike, Mike were today. Our boys Don and Mike were back live this was, evening. Was uh, O'Reilly live today, too? Is he ever? Is he ever here? Oh, when he calls in. Oh, that's true. Yeah, when he, when calls. he does his show by phone right. for two hours. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so here we are at the hideout. It was the 4th of July. And dubs, for the most part, I, I had a really good weekend. I had a, really, I had a really chill weekend. I didn't do much. I drank on 4th of July, but just at my house. Oh, I cannot believe how loud the fireworks were at my place. I could, Falls Church, really? Yeah, I could hear everything. Just like it was, it was shaking my wall seriously. And those were the DC fireworks because we turned on the TV and we were watching them go up and you know, go off. Spontaneous. And it was, yeah, it was crazy. I thought it was the high school by our house. Our house is, actually. Oh, because you what? guys live next to each other? Is that where they were firing them from or no? Because there's this, uh, I used to go and sit in this giant parking lot from the giant food store, and they used to have a high school that would set the fireworks off. There, there, uh, on both sides of me, there was stuff going up. So I, I, I figured one of them was a D.C. one because I was watching it on TV, and it was almost exact. Oh, all right. So uh, Bateman is in here. Dubs is here. I am El Jefe. And our boy, Mantan. Mantan is here. What's up, brother? How you doing, fellas? What's going on tonight? Good. Good to see you. I don't you. even know if I want to talk to you, too. Why? What do we know? No show at the parties. No yeah. show at the parties. Yeah, Mantan, we'll be there. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of backslapping going on there, fellas. I'll help you move. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. You got me on that one. Let me tell you why I didn't show. Apparently, they, they really cracked down, as they should in the drunken driving laws. And so Saturday, like I told you, I started drinking at two at Hooters, made it over to Grievy's, made it over to Dr. Dremos, made it over to Irish Four Courts. I mean, I was drunk, and I stopped drinking at like 10 o'clock and really, I mean, like ate and pushed the water and was sober by like 3 to finally be able to drive home on Saturday. Right. So I, I, the last thing I wanted to do was book from Silver Spring back down to Fairfax once again. And this is on Sunday. This is the next day. You could have crashed at my place. Uh, yeah, I'm not comfortable with you enough yet. Uh, not yet. But you ate Matt Albert's food. Yeah, I did. Do okay. That. And I did go to Un- the house. Wasn't it uncooked also? Yeah. Not okay. Really, it was fairly well cooked. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a carnivore, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if it bleeds, he's on it. So, uh, Manton is here. He threw his party. And Sid Kata, one of the comedy dumplings, is here. Of course, the other half being this fat boy. Matt Albert, what's up, bro? Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing great. I I love that you have video of it. <laughs> I, I, I hope you put mantans up there too, because I got a good close up. And that, so that you, uh, this is I, from the party, right? He yeah. could have gotten a close up. Mantans sleep and eat the dusty duo. <laughs> so they're both on the phone, or they're both here. And uh, Cicada, you were here. Now let me ask about this real weird relationship that's developed. I know I started calling you to the comedy dumplings. Are you guys going to spend every weekend together and every waking moment together and not showering on the weekend? It's very possible. <laughs> we had a great time at round two at the Cicada Mad Hour weekend and next weekend round three. No, you're not getting together next weekend, are you? Going out to Rehoboth. <laughs> what is Rehoboth? Hold, hold the phone. Hold what, the phone. What is Rehoboth? I didn't know I was going to Rehoboth. Yeah, he's he's up in Delaware. Gay Beach Heart, my bad. I wasn't in on that joke. Now I know. Um, all right. So what do we have here? What are we doing right now, Bateman? 
Well, you know, at these two-girl shows, there's often tricks that the women do, and a lot of times they get the guys to do the tricks, and they come right. very close to very intimate areas. Okay. Well, we have, uh, I think Sid is up first on this video doing something. I I'll let you do the commentary since you can probably now, explain it a little bit more. FTC now, point. is this okay? Like, I mean, do you, would your parents mind that you're doing something? By the way, I want to know. The hideout in no way was affiliated with this party. No, not now, at all. Now Except for it was up on our website. <laughs> oh, come on. Was it really? I think so. Wasn't the wasn't yes, the, was. the, yeah the uh, the address? Well, Mantan, that was Mantan's party. I got I got nothing. All right, all right. So here we go. Let's roll the film, if you will. I'm gonna get a little mood music because we won't be able to hear anything. So J Dubs, if you'll watch this. All right. So here we go. We're at Mantan's place. It looks great. Matt Albert is what? huge. And look at these oh, strippers. Did they just have a kid? <laughs> yeah, the strippers have like the most amazing like big fat like? guts. All right, now this, oh. the stripper is she's on her neck with her legs. Yeah, and she's got a shot glass. And Cicada, she's asked like a shot vial. Almost. It was a test <laughs> All right, so Cicada has a vial in his mouth, and he's working it. If you would twerking it. All right, so this is this is okay. All right, this is I can't even I can't describe this. Oh. There's nothing that I can do to describe this. This is just wrong. I don't think I can put that on Radio Hideout.com. Cicada, come on, man, you're a good kid. What are you doing? Who's this guy? All right, pause the tape. Pause the tape for a second. All right, all right. Let me see, Punani, get on that dump button. All right. <laughs> All right, Look at Matt Albert. <laughs> the corner. Matt Albert's staring, staring down like it's like it's a barbecue. It really looks like someplace he doesn't want to be. Right. All right. So, all right. Here's the situation. There's a party. How many guys were at this party, Mantan? Um, I'd say there were thirty. Yeah, 25 to 30. Were there any girls there that were not strippers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Serious? I was. It was great. I saw this one girl bitch her boyfriend out. It was yeah. great. And he one, was like, one had a crush on Tommy, too. Shut up. She, she, she was like back. yelling at him. One of the 30 guys? What? She what was is yelling at him, and he's like, what? A dollar is a dollar. I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> nice. Now, who would you say the stripper looks like? Because she's got a, a great rack. She looks somewhat skinny until you can see, like, the cellulite and, like, the baby pooch. Yeah, she definitely had a kid. Right. And I'm sure she's working to support it. We got some audio of Matt Albert commenting on that later. Okay, so we'll have audio of that. <laughs> you guys had video and audio. Now, Sid Kata, she had a she had a shot glass, if you will. Hidden. Hidden. Very good point. She asked Sid Kata, no, not that. Let Leave it to me, dumbass. What are you talking for? Sorry, I didn't go to CSB. She asked, <laughs> she asked Sid Kata, to drink from the shot glass. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And in order to do that, you had to get very close to her. In some very, very bad places, you had Awkward to get close. positioning. Yes, exactly. Said, Kato, what are you doing, man? First of all, what are you doing, like, period? And then secondly, what are you doing when well, you're on videotape? I, I thought you were talking about his haircut. Yeah, that too. <laughs> What are you doing? It's on video, man. Don't you know it's going to be out forever on RadioHideout.com? Don't worry. That's not to be disseminated. It's all right. 
I was having a great time. Great. Did you enjoy it? Absolutely. Is that the closest you've ever been to a woman in that way? Absolutely not. No. Oh, so you aren't a? Uh, are you are you still a, a, a comedy comedy uh, dumpling virgin? Technical. I heard a story about Sid and something else, but I'm, I'm, I can't get into it. Yeah, I don't want you describing anything sexual. You're, you, you just type it to us. We'll read it. Okay. Hefe, look at the notice the glare on the on the monitor. That's not even backlighting. It's just the sunlight bouncing off of Matt Albert's glasses. Now, had That's you guys? Glare. Now, this is on Sunday night, Fourth of July. Right. You guys have been together since Saturday. Right. Had either one of you showered up to this point? I showered Saturday night. What about you, uh, Matt Albert? I showered. Saturday afternoon. Which half? Blood. Uh, you mean which half? <laughs> which half did you shower? I. You don't have a two-day job, dude. Do you scrub Everything. in the? Do you scrub folds in the? Do you, do you scrub in the folds? What? All right. So here we go. You got like a mop handle going in there. <laughs> Just shaving it down. Now, you know what's it's the funny thing? It's, it's a car chamois. <laughs> Here's the funny thing about this, too, Matt Howard. By the way, you're 6'3", 497 pounds, uh, 19-year-old black virgin. You're, on the video, your gray hair is almost blinding. <laughs> it is. Do you realize how, how old you are? It's like fact, jerry curl. It, you got a gray jerry curl. Does I have that, a jerry curl. <laughs> I don't have sheen in this. Do you, does that bother you at all? No. All right. How much more video do we have to watch? So, Cicada, you've just one. You've just done one of the dirtiest things that a man could ever do to a woman. Period. Well, now it's Matt <laughs> Albert's turn, and there's something very funny that happens during his turn. Now I have a question. Okay. Can I say one thing? Yes, sir. Go ahead. I did not get to stretch before this. <laughs> I was in a car for very long. My knees were hurting. All right. I, uh, my back hurt. Right. I'm obviously large carriage up in the front. Oh uh, it's, it's, it hurt. So the girls are on the floor, and we have the tape pause now where one of the girls is on her knees. She's got Matt Albert around his chins. Yeah. And she looks like she's about to pull him down to the floor as well. Oh, God. All right, here we go. Let's see what happens. So she looks like she's... I uh, and she wants him to take off his glasses. You are so fat. You're even fatter on video than you were in person. I love it. You really do look like you Fat Albert. Are you not fat at all? And now, <laughs> you look like a cartoon. He's pointing at the video. He's like, turn that thing off. Turn that thing off. You take up the whole thing. Whatever. All right, so she... She has some... She has some... Salt Matt Albert's basically on top of her. Right. Yeah. And she's asking him to perform the same act... Imagine that, if his elbows that, gave out. That Sid did. There would be no more stripper. They almost did. She's very small. She, next to you, yeah. She's tiny. She was small compared to Tommy, too. Hey, notice he needs a spotter. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> All right, so here's the situation. I didn't need a spotter. That guy just showed up. So she, <laughs> she was there. She might have been the bouncer. Hold on, guys. Let me describe this. She <laughs> is having him, again, drink from the shot glass. <laughs> But in order to drink from the shot glass, obviously you have to get the liquid, you know, out of the shot glass. Yeah. The guy is on his knees and has to go backwards. Somewhere. Oh, then that, yeah. in order to drink, oh. Matt is so fat. I'm and, not fat. And so not strong. <laughs> some guy in a muscle tee, a spotter, comes over to help him with the chick muscle so tea. that he could drink from the shot glass. <laughs> he, has a, he has a white trash cut off tee. Yeah, he, yeah, he was pretty drunk. She's roughly one-sixth his body mass easily. She looks tired. Tiny compared to you know what's so funny? Her back is the size of one of his forearms. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a muscly man. <laughs> All right, so continue to hit play. 
The spotter is going. Going, going. She's having trouble. I pull back. Look how long it takes for me to get up. It's on the floor. Whale on the beach. Whale on the beach. Look out. He's down for like 25. Look at that. He reaches out for my assistance. I could get up. I. I had a headache or something. Matt, I rewind. I just want to see him rolling around on the ground. I'm not a freaking turtle. I'm not. You are. You're such a roach. A roach that's on his back fighting to get over on the other side. This is where he reaches out for my assistance to get up. He looks like he's looking for a wedge. Someone just put a wedge underneath me. And everybody's sitting there just laughing. And you know what Look how happy the stripper is. It's like she has had her kid over again. You know, she's just so happy. He had just enough of the plumber's crack for the ties to change. He was like a, a, a cicada, fighting, flapping the wings to flip over so it wouldn't die right there on its back on the floor. Wow. How, now, is that the closest you've ever, because that's a white woman right there, right? You ever been that close? Other than to uh, you know, very lady? Yeah, or uh, when you were born? No. <laughs> I know that's the closest you've ever been. <laughs> So is that everything? That's uh, all the video. All right, that's all. all right, what, what's going on here with? Not the prettiest strippers either. They weren't bad. No, they weren't. And now they got the two girls. One looked like an anteater. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. They got <laughs> they got the two girl show going. They got they got a lot of uh, cellulite and folds for uh -huh. uh, for being strippers. But well, they're doing house calls. Yeah, that's exactly. True. And you can't you can't expect. Supermodels do house calls. Do you want to give them a plug, man, Tan? No. Sure, man. Touch too much uh, entertainment. All right. Touch too Bambi. much? Yeah. <laughs> Bambi, right? Bambi and Vixen. Which one was your Bambi favorite? Bambi and Vixen. I definitely recommend them. All right. You know, these guys are trying to badmouth them. I'm sure they got, uh, <laughs> they got other issues that prevent them from showing up at the party. Everybody in this room except for Sid and Tommy, of course. All right. What? So let me hear the audio from this, oh, then. then. What, else, what else happened? Let's. Uh, oh. This is you guys in the kitchen. Yeah, because uh, they wanted to do the two-girl show, but they demanded uh, $20 from everyone in the room. And I just didn't even think about it. I didn't bring any money. I was, like, just not thinking because I was leaving from here. And then I was like, well, I guess I'm going to go upstairs then. So you got kicked out of the two-girl show? I know, like, all three of us. I mean, me, Matt, and Sid, we were like, well, I guess we got to go upstairs then. All right. So uh, here we go. Um, let's hear them. Let's hear everybody together in the kitchen. CD1. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, he's trying to... Okay, so right now in the kitchen, it's me, Cicada, and Matt Albert. We're upstairs in the kitchen because the hookers, I had strippers, kicked us out because we didn't bring a bunch of money with us, the working ladies. And we didn't feel like watching them use marital aids on each other for $20 each. And so we're upstairs, and uh, they already chewed me out for $7. <laughs> Not too much cellulite on those thighs. Their faces look like they've been hit with an ugly stick for about three hours, and then put in an oven, from the tan, and it was just freaking hideous. I'd rather f*** in my pants and then f*** it out. So Matt wasn't a big fan of these strippers, right? He's not a fan of any woman. All right, hold on. I'm getting this from Ron Fest PM. If it was a two-girl show plus Matt Albert and Sid, wouldn't it be a four-girl show? And you're right. That's what I see. Because I, I saw eight boobs. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that now. Look it, down at your chest, bitch. And these are called pectorals, and oh. you have no idea. 
All right. And we're, as we're listening to this, we're also watching the video of the girls. You're right. These strippers are talented. Yeah, they are. Um, we'll just say shooting bananas. <laughs> leave, yeah. it up, leave it up to your own... Uh, we had to pay for each foot she shot it. Wow. Well, here's the thing. I think they could play uh, ping pong with you without using a paddle. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They could serve. Or feed the uh, feed the monkeys at the zoo. Yeah. That's the kind of show that I'd want to see. Jesus. All right. <laughs> Here we go. J-Dubs. Um, I guess uh, Sid got recognized? Yeah. He's he's famous. I'm the only one who's recognized at this party, and I feel happy. I've had two people recognize me, Cigar Sid. No one recognizes Matt Albert or Tommy. One guy, one guy recognized Matt Albert. Because Matt Albert is the bizarre. So now the comedy dumplings are fighting as to who is the most popular at this gig. The unfunny police came and took away my funny. They probably just thought Matt Albert was his shadow sitting all over there, large and looming. Mm. <laughs> let's, see, let's see what this next one is. What are the guys in the in the crowd happy about the bouncer for one of the strippers? And apparently I look like a big burly black man. I was not aware. And the, the funny thing about this is that Matt, everywhere you go, you get mistaken for the bouncer. <laughs> we were at the edge that Saturday night for Goth Night. And people kept, like, trying to show you their ID. Yeah. They kept asking where Kocek was. Because instead of going out and trying to dance with the lonely goth girls, you're standing next to the door with your with your arms folded. And you know the bouncers actually end up getting a lot of poon. Why don't you end up... Uh... That was my angle. It didn't work that <laughs> and I'm sure it would have worked. Why don't you get a job as a bouncer? That sounds like fun. Because I'm not a very good fighter if I have to throw down. But nobody would ever mess with you because you look like Orlando Pace. But Matt likes to run his mouth. And as the strippers... It looks were... like the city of Orlando. As the strippers were leaving, he, he was trying to insult them just loud enough so everyone could hear but them. And I think at one point they turned around and said, what? And then he you can hear him at the end, like, stop in mid-sentence. You're such a wuss. How is it that you sit there and you run, you run trash? How could you talk about anybody having cellulite? Uh, well, she was skinny. She didn't have that. She's a woman. She's, and it's okay for you, right? Hi, uh, whatever. So, <laughs> great one. Things seemed uncomfortable because you had the comedy dumplings are virgins. They're doing this whole thing with the two girls show. Things get a little bit more uncomfortable as well. Yes, in the kitchen, uh, slavery and racism come up, and a, a poor this guy just happened to walk into it. A white guy. All right, let's hear this. Well, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> Sitting around, a big white guy walks in the room, and that goes, "Hey, I'm black." And the guy is speechless. Says, "Excellent." <laughs> then Sid says, "We were just talking about how he wants slavery to come back." Then he immediately left the kitchen. <laughs> I wonder why. All right. So why, Sid? Are you always trying to be the instigator when it comes to racial things? I can't help it. I love the racial joke <laughs> i love i love to make people feel uncomfortable is that the only reason that you and uh matt albert are now becoming friends so that you can have that black friend so you can make the racial jokes and racial slurs is that going to be part of the comedy dumpling uh, treat and act is that we go and you make the racial jokes and matt hey, sucks and drives and sounds like our relationship yeah you're right it is actually <laughs> except i'm mexican yeah. all right fair enough um what's next we have a couple little quick outtakes that were actually pretty funny and uh, and Matt continues to bash uh, Black Albert again 
state of mind let me ask you that no you weren't no cicada wasn't matt albert were you in the correct state of mind i don't think so he was even worse <laughs> well something happened all right let's wrap this thing up here's a black albert speaking of future i know what black albert's doing right now tall baby looking bastard you know he can tickle the the leader of the uh, Negro Nation, would you allow this to go on? I tell you what, if Black Albert doesn't show up and bust Matt Albert's ass, I'll do it for him. You are, what, are you doing, what are you doing calling him a tar baby, man? That ain't cool. I didn't mean, I was, I, that was bad. I shouldn't have said that. I'll give him that. No, of course you don't say, as a black man, you don't call anyone else a tar baby. For real, Shane, for I real. Was, I, I was out of it. School him, man, Tan. He wasn't even out of it. That was the best thing about it. I heard he had, like... All right, I don't want to hear what you had. I mean, we're just going to say you were Supposedly. In, a, in a different state of mind. I That's bet you got potatoes permitting under that chin of his. <laughs> man, Tan, when's the next party that we can come to? Um. Well, you guys aren't invited. Hmm? You're not invited. Why? I only throw the... the the life boy out there one time. Oh, okay. Zed's invited. Bateman's invited. You, you stand us up, and then uh, it's supposed to be all good. But we stand you up once, and then uh... Dude, we're still in the dating phase. It's, you know, I call yeah, you, you exactly. don't call me back, so I don't call you. A couple I, you don't have my number. And then I'll make a <laughs> booty call one night. You uh, you want to get banished from the hideout? Is that what you're saying? Do it. Oh, you, you want to hide that, out? You, you want to hide out? Pass revoked? Because uh, I will uh, come to the next party. I will be there. No, we're gonna will. do something at the end of the summer. All right. This is going to be bigger and better. Pool party, wet t-shirt contest, Labor Day, Labor Day, everything. Yeah, Matt Albert's going to give hay rides. <laughs> so bring the kids. Craig, awesome <laughs> on his back. Craig, you're the hideout of JFK. What's up? Hi, guys. Yo, bro. Um, I just want to say something. If uh -huh. you don't mind. Right. Even though he's black, which is you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> I like Matt Albert. Oh, you like Matt Albert? I condone him. Really? So it's okay that Matt Albert's calling other black men uh, tar babies? One day he's a young guy, and he's whimsical and funny. One day he's going to be a really, really funny guy. He's going to do it. He's he's got he's got the chops for it, I think. I love Thanks, the Craig. Chops. The chops. I got the chops. The poke chops. <laughs> K-Dog, you're in the hideout of JFK. What's up, bro? Sorry, K-Dog. Yo, what's up, fella? Hey, it's straight, it's straight, it's straight. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I just want to let y'all know that I got your girl Stacy over here, and we having a good time. Five thousand. Yeah. Stacy from the Stacy Show. Stacy from the Stacy Show. I knew she'd she come to the dark side. I knew it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who is Stacy? The force is so strong over here. Wow. Go for K dog, bro. I hope you hook it up, man. Work that lightsaber. Oh, are you talking about Stacy from the uh, from the website? 
Wow, man. Look at everybody hooking up except Matt Albert once again. Hey, Sid's in that, too. All right, so uh, do we get more from the comedy dumplings this week? Sid has an excuse. He has a bad hairdo. Right. <laughs> what, about, what about me? Killer clown from outer space. Would you guys seriously be willing to go to an open mic night and the, the two of you just riffing back and forth with the crowd? I think we could work something out. Can we do that at the? How about we do it? How about we do it at the uh, the live um, or the showing of Fahrenheit 9/11 this Friday? Yeah. Oh, how about you guys get up and you do a little comedy to, to warm the room up to Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 9/11? Or you could do jokes afterward. I'll offend more people than the movie will. All yeah. Right. Hopefully, Black Albert will be there so I can talk to him. All right. So we have tapes of you guys from the rest of the weekend. Yes, it's pretty funny. There's some good stuff on there. Man, uh, oh, go ahead. Some of my favorite parts are when Matt Albert just hands me the mic and goes, I got nothing. Are we going to hear that? Are we just going to hear you guys passing the mic back and forth saying, I got nothing, I got nothing? A whole nothing. bunch of ruffling and I got nothing. <laughs> Manton, you seriously look upset. You you seem very disappointed in your boy. I am Manton, I'm sorry. I, am, I didn't I mean, mean it. There was, you know what, there's one, there's difference, you know, in joking and so-and-so and hearing that in between boys, but I mean... I sense malice in the way he said it, so that's why I took it offense. About calling Black Albert a You know, there was malice in it. I mean, there was trouble and malice in it. I mean, I that just wasn't kosher, baby. No, it's no, mean to be right, I think you two should step out back. That's, all, that's the only way to handle yeah. it. You want to have an old-fashioned brawl? Crossed. I mean, how much further? I mean, what do you expect him to do, I'm Matt? I'm a real tough guy. I talk. I hope, I'm he, like shoot, I hope he shoots you in the knee. <laughs> that's what I want him to do. So he works at Exxon, Ryan. I hope he sets you on fire. Well, hopefully he's official with AK-47s, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? I don't know. There's a big war going on. <laughs> Who are you? Now, all of a sudden, you're giving this whole speech, and here you go about... But, I'm, so no, I'm telling you, man, that was there was malice in that. Stop that, Matt. How do you know what where malice is? Play that back again. Spell so malice. Malice down. green? <laughs> all right, let's... I don't know what we're talking about here. All right, Matt. Malice. We'll talk to you later. Love you. You got any uh, thing you want to plug? Uh, Matt... All right. Here we go. <laughs> Manten, sleep and eat. The dusty duo. I'm so confused as to what we just saw and what we just heard. Yeah. All I know, Manten threw one hell of a party. Good for you for getting the two-girl show. And I'd like to put video of this up on RadioHideout.com. I just I... don't know how we would be able to do it. Uh... Unless we made it some sort of a pay site or got to be 18 or over to click here. I don't know about that. I don't know if anybody should see this, to tell you the truth. I think it's so funny to watch the guys try to drink from the shot glasses as, um, you know, the girls are doing their thing with them. <laughs> there's, me. there's man. T what are you doing, man? I'm, I can't, I'm, I'm I doing can't a completely different shooter combo. Okay, I'm done. I can't even see the top half of your body. I know. <laughs> right, you know what? Let's take a break. Let's come back and let's watch this video off the air. Uh, it's the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout featuring LFA and J-Dubs. f you. This is the greatest but the sickest radio I've ever heard. The Hideout with LFA and J-Dub. We meet again, making your memory glands jiggle. Time to play the fiddler, whore! The Hideout. 106.7 WJFK. Welcome back into the hideout. We are live. It is 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. That is J Dobbs. 
877-497-4969 if you want to play the game. Call them and win. The game is called Boy George. Dub's got a book. I wish you knew the name of the book so we could give it some plugs. Yeah, it's upstairs. If someone wants to run up there and grab it. And uh, it's all quizzes about George W. Bush. And the, the beautiful thing about it is is we have an exclusive showing of Fahrenheit 9-11 this Friday here in the uh, beautiful city of Fairfax. It's a great little independent theater. I wish I knew the name of it and had all that information. As usual, we're behind the times when it comes to promotion. So, but you're going to hear plenty about it. It's a uh, it's an afternoon showing, Fahrenheit 9/11. It's at 2:30. Okay, yeah, 2:30. So, if you want to go, we're giving out these tickets. We're going to play this game. The game is called Boy George. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. All right, and uh, David's been on hold. So, David, a uh, couple of lines open. You're first up to play Boy George. Are you ready to do this, bro? I'm ready to do Let the winning begin. All right, man. Let's. Uh, here we go. David, uh, who, who was it? Was it Boy George? Uh, dubs, exactly how is the game played, too? Um, I give you a question, and I give you... Uh, the choice is A, A through D, and okay. you just have to pick one. All right, cool. All right, you ready, Eric? How many chances? <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's all right, bro. Here we go. You can... Hey, hey, let's get... go, let's go. All, all right. you got to do is get one correct, all right? So all you got to do is get the answer right, and you're a winner. Here we go. Yes, sir. What was George W. Bush's first arrest for? Was it A, pulling down the goalpost after a Yale-Princeton football game? Was it B, stealing a Christmas wreath from a New Haven hotel? C, dancing naked atop a bar at Yale, or D, cocaine possession. Again, what was George W. Bush's first arrest for? It was an A, pulling down a goalpost after a Yale-Princeton game. B, stealing a Christmas wreath from a New Haven hotel. C, dancing naked atop a bar, or D, cocaine possession. Before you answer, uh, David Eric, Mantan, you got a uh, you got an answer? What do you think? I think it was um, stealing the wreath. All right, you think Definitely. it was you think it was B. Stephen Lee. What do you think, David? What are you going with? I'm going with C. C. Yeah, he was a cheerleader, wasn't he? He was. Uh, he was a cheerleader. Maybe he was a naked cheerleader. <laughs> Dubs. What was it? I'm sorry, Mantan was right. It was B, but oh. but he did do all the other things, but never got arrested for him. Sorry. No. What was this? Tell me about this. You got any uh, backup information on this? Well, he was not arrested for his part in the uh, football game melee, but he was told to get out of town. ASAP. Really? Yeah. Also, uh, rumors do say there are photos of uh, a naked bar dance, you know what but none have surfaced, surfaced yet. And what about the cocaine thing? Well, there, uh, there's been no corroboration of the 1972 coke, coke bust. So. so we don't even know if all this is true. This is, well, just, this yeah. is just the book. Yeah, this is uh, the George W. Bush quiz book. That's uh, all it's called. And let me see this Rich thing. people steal all the time. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's why I knew it was. I mean, Why would you steal a reef? It, it's always petty stuff. Growing up suburbia, I've always noticed that. Rich people, that... they steal like petty stuff. The kids steal petty stuff. It's funny, as a Christian, he would go in there and steal a reef. That is kind of ironic, dude. I thought it was reef. Right. The George W. Bush quiz book by Paul Slansky. Right. Slant. I see it there. <laughs> the uh, author of the New York Times bestseller, The Clothes Have No Emperor. All right. And this is, wow, this is pretty interesting. So this is all about George W. Bush? Yeah. It's a whole book on George W. Bush it's, uh, and his cabinet. Everybody involved with them, he has uh, questions about, basically. Have you ever seen it? Just such an ugly, um, 
like hatred when it comes to politics. Have you ever seen something this nasty? Dubs, we're still young. I mean, I'm 26, you're 23. Mantan, have you ever seen it get this nasty? Did it ever before? Yeah, man, it's been going on like this for a long time. It's just easier for this guy because, I mean, he can't even act like he's not an idiot for a second. Hunani, you're the oldest of us all. It wasn't really this bad before, or have things just, like, in your way, get in uh, the way you see it, have they just spiraled out of control? No, it's gotten much worse. I mean, there used to be a little bit of common courtesy and things like that between politicians. You go there, sit on Capitol Hill, yell at each other, but at the end of the day, you go back, go out and have a drink with Weren't them. there rules of engagement almost where it was, you were gentlemen or gentle right. people or whatever you're supposed right. to be? I mean, that, that's exactly it. I mean, it's it's become... More than just philosophy, it's become... You know what I blame it on? What? Right-wing talk radio. Yeah? Because that that started the whole hatred, like, spiral, if you will. That's when things started to get really nasty, and the name-calling, and the this and the that, and the exposing. And, you know, then the other side decided, hey, we got to do that, too, if we're going to have any chance. And so now you got the Michael Moores out there with their films, which, by the way, that's what you're playing for. And also this this book too by Paul Slansky. All right, All right. Dub. you want to play the game eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine eight six six two seven seven four nine six nine. Brandon, you're next up in the hideout on one hundred six point seven WJFK. Let's play the game. Hey, how you doing? Good, bro. What was George W. Bush's response to a reporter when he uh, when he asked if he had joined the National Guard to stay out of Vietnam? Was it a? It wasn't some. It wasn't about going to Vietnam. It was about not getting killed. Was it B? Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. What's the relevance? Was it C? Hell no. Do you think I'm going to admit that? Or D? Did you volunteer? Show me your wounds. What did George W. Bush say? Was it A, B, C, or D? Getting according to the book, the George W. Bush quiz book. Could you tell me what B was again? B was maybe I did, maybe I didn't. What's the relevance? Um... I'm going to go with D, the, the show me your wounds. Did you volunteer show me your wounds? I'm sorry. It was C. Hell no. Do you think I'm going to admit that? When you asked about if you went to the National Guard to stay out of Vietnam. Dub, let's be honest, just for a second. Yeah. Would you would you try to get into the National Guard? Would you? Because I mean, even now the National Guard gets called up, right? They're in Iraq as well, from what I believe. Would you go to war or would you would you run out? Well, if I was drafted or something like that, I would go. Would you really? Yeah. You know, I've always said this. I'm too selfish. I don't think I could be uh, a service person. I think that makes me a bad person. It's not to say that I don't love my country and I would defend my country if it was on the home turf, but I don't think that I could go over. I have so much respect for the for the men and the women in the military, for people like Punani who have served, for you who even say you would. I I don't know. I don't know. I think I would. I think I would run. Really? Where would you go? Would you go to Mexico? Would you go to Canada? Where would you go? Miguel Aliman. I'm heading to Mexico. Oh, I thought you were talking about your uncle's house or something. I didn't know. I, make, I have no idea. Does that make me a bad person, though? Seriously? Mm. Does it mean that I love my country any less? Or does it mean that I'm just incredibly selfish? It, it means you are incredibly selfish. I presume so. You're willing to, uh, to uh, you know, take advantage of what people go over there and do, but you aren't willing to do it yourself. Even if it's, you know, a mandate. I don't know, though. Maybe I would. Now you're talking me into it. I just don't know. I don't want to talk you into it. Do what you want to do. I just, I really have a lot of respect for people that are in the military. I mean, even you questioning it. I, I, if you're thinking to yourself that you might not do it, I mean, 
You'd be there. I mean, the, pre the peer pressure is too much. Wouldn't you say, too, it's better for someone like me not to be in, someone who's incredibly selfish and would run, given every instance of No, I'd, I'd no. use you as a, as a body shield. Oh, you took my joke. <laughs> you throw me in front? Yeah. You purposely have them shoot me, and then you just hold me up like oh. weekend at Bernie's? Actually, like three of us could use you as a body shield. All right, that wasn't funny. Joe, you're in the hideout of JFK. Here we go. Boy George, Dubs, let's play here with Joe. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, what's up, Joe? What changed in George W. Bush's life after he married Laura? A, his mean streak faded away virtually overnight. B, he stopped using words incorrectly. C, he stopped <laughs> drinking. Or D, he stopped bringing his laundry over to friends' houses for their wives to wash. <laughs> All right, what, what did he change after he married Laura? Mean streak was gone. Stop using words incorrectly. Stop drinking or stop bringing the laundry out of his buddy's house so that they can wash. What was it? Uh, I'm torn between C and D. Uh, I want to say D because I think he's a lazy. Very yeah. good. Congratulations. You're a winner. Yeah. You're going to see Fahrenheit 9-11 with the hideout this Friday. Congratulations. So I guess that every uh, uh, before he met Laura... He used to take his laundry over to his friend's house, and his wives would wash laundry. How how much would that piss you off if I took my laundry over to your guys' house every week you know, for you to wash my clothes? I mean, I'll be honest. If the friends let you, like if your chick is you know allowing your friends to come over and she does the laundry, I can't see where you could be mad at the cat. I think it was just a courtesy thing, like, yeah, I'll do your laundry. Like, he's actually going to take me up on that offer. And it seems like he had, like, a few people that were down with this, so he, he could go, like, in a kind of a cycle. It just seemed, that actually seems like the smartest thing he's ever done, where he would he would take his laundry over to his friend's houses because they would allow him. I could see him over at Wolfowitz's house or at the Cheney's. And they're trying to scrub out the streaks. That's probably some of that old school uh, skull and bone stuff, though. I mean, I bet you Laura Bush has done somebody's laundry before. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that, too. That's skull and bone. They probably do some. They, I bet you they swap in that, too. All right. Well, I don't know about Come that. On. If you're going to do, be secret, be secret. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. If you're going to have a secret society, have one. Then have all of the <laughs> Exactly. That is pretty. That's a good point, man, Tan. 866-277-4969. If you want tickets to this uh, this showing, a Family 4 Fun Pack, as J-Dubs' new game is called Boy George. We'll go to Peter. Peter, you're in the hideout on JFK. How are you, bro? I'm doing all right. What about you guys? We're, uh, we're cool, man. It's good to be back. Good to be back. I felt guilty taking yesterday off, too, Did you? Yeah, I'll talk about it in a second. All right. First, let's play with Peter. Here we go. Boy George. What mistakes did George W. Bush make during his losing 1978 race for West Texas congressional seat? He tried to convey, or A, he tried to convey how energetic he was in a TV spot by jogging. <laughs> B, he tried to entice Texas Tech students to support him by serving them beer at a campaign party. C, <laughs> he showed up to a candidate forum on a farm and announced, this is the first time I've been on a real farm. Or D, all of the above. Ooh, uh, it's either A or D. I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to say A. I'm sorry. Uh, D. Sorry, man. It was D. It was all of the above. So well, I don't know what was the worst move out of all of that. Either the jogging, seeing him in a spot just jogging in a, right, in he a was sweatsuit. He was trying to convey that he was energetic by running yeah. in a TV spot. <laughs> Could you imagine? 
Um, so he's full of energy. He's full of life. Yeah. He's did, you ever, did you ever hear about that, being a Texas Tech student, that he was... Uh... I was barely a student at Texas Tech. Um, I barely even showed up on campus. Oh, by the way, too, I'm driving around on the Beltway. I see this guy in a red Jeep with, you know, on the, the tire covers. Yeah. He's got a big Texas Tech tire cover. Mm-hmm. And, like, his license plate's, like, Red Raider. And I just, what a big dork. <laughs> I know, you know, guns up, you know, Texas Tech University, it's supposed to be that whole thing. Bang, bang. He should have been slapped, though. It's not that great a school. And I'm never going to donate to them because they suck. But I hadn't heard about enticing Tech students to uh, to give them beer and then showing me out at a farm and saying, this is my first time on a real farm. You know, it's so funny, too, because um, my parents, or at least my mom, grew up in Midland, Texas. And my aunt went to school with Laura Bush at, like, Midland Lee or Midland High School. I believe it was Midland High School in West Tech. Mm-hmm. They said she was a really nice lady. She's a cool lady. You never get anything. I mean, you always expect that. You know, she seems like a pretty genuine person. But, um, yeah, she snagged a winner there. I'll tell you that. 866-277-4969. How many more questions do you have left, J-Dubs? Because now we got a lot of people that want to play. We have, a, we have a few left. All right, we got a couple. We'll just run with this just for a couple minutes longer, then i got some stuff that I want to talk about as well in the hideout. But we'll go. We'll go with Sam right here. Sam, you're in the hideout on JFK. You ready to play? I doubt I am. All right, here we go. How old was George W. Bush when, confronted by his father for drunken driving, he said, I hear you're looking for me. You want to go a mano a mano right here? All right, so George W. Bush was confronted by his father after drunken and driving and said, I hear you're looking for me. You want to go mano a mano. How old was he? That's the question. Was he A, 17? Was he B, 20? Was he C, 26? Or was he D, 34? <laughs> I'm going to go with 26. Hey, congratulations, bro. You're a winner. You're going to see Man. Fahrenheit 9-11 this Friday night. You and three buddies. Uh, right, and so- this, is, this is from an event I recalled. From his uh, sister Dorothy, who who actually witnessed yeah, the event. Yeah, she witnessed the whole, the whole. <laughs> All right, so he, he rolls up, and apparently he had been in a drunken driving incident. Yeah, and so his dad's there to confront him, and W says to his dad, "I hear you're looking for a me." Twenty-six year old W. You want to go mano a mano I, right I, here? I wouldn't blame him if he was like sixteen or seventeen saying that. <laughs> Twenty-six. Whoever says to your dad you want to go mano a mano. You know that your dad will be able to kick your ass for the rest of his life. There's something about old man strength. Oh, yeah. Well, when you're 26, I guess the old man strength isn't there anymore. Just so you know, all of this is coming from the book, the George W. Bush quiz book by Paul Slansky. This is a great find, man. So you're going to let me read this? Yeah, i got to go through it still and... Should we buy more and give it out away? Uh, give it away at our uh, Fahrenheit 9/11 screening. I'll, I'll give him a call. See if we can get some. Mantan, you want to go? Have you seen the movie? Or Where is not? it, man? If, if I have you're to leave in... Fairfax, no way. <laughs> if you're in Fairfax, you're lucky. Am I allowed to come? I'm not banned from the hideout, am I? Not unless you don't. Uh, my whole but... mood, my whole mood has changed since then. Now I'm not in a good mood anymore. Man. Now that we threaten banishment. Yeah, man. Well, you don't ever. You don't invite us to a party, and then we can't show up because of extenuating circumstances, and say you're never going to invite us to a party again. You don't do that. You caught my bluff. You're right. All right. The next party I'm going to have is just going to be for you two. Actually, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a bachelor party. Uh All bachelors. Oh, all right. Married guys, engaged guys, just listen because you're not coming. All bachelors. I'm glad I'm in the middle of that separation. Finally, I work out. It works out for me, J-Dubs. 
Are you going? Oh yeah. You may as well be married. I'm not. Are we having okay. two? Are we having strippers? They have. <laughs> All right. Fair I'm gonna enough. try to get a three to one ratio for my bachelors. Matt, you're in the hideout on JFK. You ready to play? Yeah, fellas. All right. Go. Here we go. Boy George, the name of the game. When confronting a journalist in a Dallas bar for reporting that Bush Sr. should not run for office, George W. Bush called the journalist this. A, a no-good effing son of a bitch. B, a queer. C, a traitor. Or D, a backstabbing bastard. I'm going to have to go with A, because he never knows what the hell to say. Yes, it was A. Congratulations, the, you're a winner, man. The journalist was Al Hunt of the Wall Street Journal. He, he also continued by saying, I will never effing forget what you wrote. So this cat was trying to say that George Sr., Shouldn't run for office. Yeah, that he was. Uh, that it, it was after he served as vice president, and he shouldn't run for office. In, and this was in, in a bar. Yeah, this was in a Dallas bar. Man, I wonder which bar it was. If it was in Deep Ellum, or if it was in the West End. And he called him a no good effing son I'm of a bitch. My daddy. Well, you notice that Cheney's sitting there using the f word in, oh, the, yeah. in the damn Capitol, man. How was that? How do you get away with that? Nobody gave him any slack. Actually, that's one of the few places that you can get down there. When you're on the floor down there, there's there's really not too much that you can't say about another person that's, you know, not just outrageous. When you're arguing something, I don't know about the, you know, when you're posing for a picture or whatever, but there's, you know, in the Capitol, man, you can get down and dirty. When you're arguing bills, you can pretty much say anything. But, sh you sh know, again, that, shouldn't there be some sort of a courtesy? Like Isn't libel and slander are... You know, or almost moot. Shouldn't we expect no. something more out of our, more about it. out of our, uh, or out of our vice presidents? But then again, you know what? These are all people. Yeah. I mean, who am I to say? I'm, I'm dirty. I got skeletons. Yeah. I mean, it's supposedly it, there is no way you can be held for libel or anything like that. But again, it's there's a, a code of ethics or whatever that you just don't go over lines. I mean, especially since they put the cameras in. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's you know. Northwest Pat, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, uh, I was talking on the IM to Black Albert, and we were talking, we were listening to that at the same time. He said he wants to challenge Matt Albert to a big-ass showdown, yeah, and uh, he's going to bring the showdown, but he says Matty can bring the big-ass. Yeah, get it up, Black Albert, get it up. So that's where it's going now. Finally stepping up. I think it needs to happen. I think we need to have a fight. I th We should have something settled, and thank you, Northwest Pat. In that fact, sounded like a warhammer hitting the ground to me. Matt just sent me this. Hefe has a crush on Mantan. What's that about? Because I'm taking his side? Because I'm with Mantan and that you shouldn't be calling fellow black listeners? Racial slurs? Racial slurs? Even though you are black? Now he's sending me all this where I'm saying, good point, Mantan. That's funny, Mantan. <laughs> Waiting for Hefe to add a lisp. That's great, man. Whatever. He, did not... he, he would be on the computer. Now that he's part of the comedy dumplings, he's ready to have this fight. I bet yeah. you his monitor sits on top of one of those little dorm refrigerators. He doesn't have to move. He's probably got a big wheel of desk sitting behind it. He's got a kegerator full of turkey. He uses a wheelchair so he didn't have to stand up. That's a good point, man, Tan. <laughs> That's funny, man, Tan. I like that, man, Tan. Here we go. Final uh, final player tonight for this game. And we'll do more of this as we yeah, go through. Definitely. Peter, you're in the hideout on JFK. Here we go, bro. What was George W. Bush's secret nickname when he belonged to the Skull and Bones at Yale? Was it A, temporary? Was it B, bushy-tushy? Was it C, party boy? Or was it D, Mr. President? The secret name at Skull and Bones at Yale. 
Can you say the first three? A, temporary. No, what are all right, A. Hey? Yep, congratulations. congratulations. You're a winner. So he's part of a secret society. And you know he probably only got in because of who his daddy is. Yeah. And so you know all those kids on him were goofing by calling him temporary. Well, the thing is, in Skull and Bones, you get to uh, you get to pick your own name. He couldn't think of a name for himself, oh, so they, they just deemed him temporary. It's like he's an intern on the Ron and Fez show. <laughs> you can't come up with a name, we're going to call you Monster. Yeah. <laughs> And the funny thing is, that guy can come up with names for anybody else. Right. Let me see that book. Axis of Evil. They're always coming. Well, that's usually Carl Rowe over people like that. They're coming up with all those slicky names, slicky terms. Now I'm excited again. Are you going to go to the gig? No. Black Album's coming back for vengeance, man. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see them fight at the... Uh, There's chum in the water now. Fahrenheit 9-11. Chum? Chunk in the water. Chunk. Chum. Chump. <laughs> All of them. All right, let's take a break, boys. When we take a break, we'll come back. We'll finish up the hideout strong. Right on, right on. Trying to get my um my bearings back, if you will. It's a little odd having a three-day weekend off. And, Dubs, I'm never going to forgive you. Why? For making me take yesterday off. Oh, whatever. I wanted to be here for the You're making me take a week off. Be here for the people. That's true. I am going on vacation. You can't give me one day. I don't understand. Where are you headed, bro? I'm going to Texas, man. Oh. In fact, I have a little bit of a problem. Maybe we'll talk about that next. Can you give me a shirt that says don't mess with Texas? I've always wanted Or everything's bigger in Texas. Get that from Matt Albert. Yeah. I will get you a shirt, don't mess with Texas. That's one of my favorite. I've actually got a shirt that says don't mess with Texas. I I've got you a Mexico shirt. I'm sure you wore that in a while. I washed it today. I'll wear it tomorrow for you. Very good. Quick break. Tick coming back. It's the Hideout 106.7. WJFK. Want to call the hideout? Hello? Want to yell at us? Hello? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? Hello? Yes, you're on the air with the hideout. What's your name? Hello? Even stupid people can call. Were you in special ed, honey? No. Are you sure? Was your classroom next to the boiler room? Call the hideout. Yo, baby, show me your digits. Let's do this damn thing. At 866-277-4969. Hello? 866-277-4969. Some kind of drug to enjoy yourself at one of those crazy. So I wouldn't have any fun because I don't do drugs. Yeah, 
Don't do it. You might see it like your niece there or something, too. Welcome into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. That's true. Man Dan's in the hideout. It's Ohefe and J-Dubs. You'd, be, uh, you'd become the, the, uh, from the uh, creepy old man at the house party to the creepy old man at the rave. I'm not creepy old man, dude. You're ecstasy dead. <laughs> How dare you? Unwanted. Um, we're just hanging out in the hideout tonight, trying to get through a Tuesday. As uh, everyone tries to recover from the weekend. Damn, bro. You know, you, you should be recovering from the week, not the weekend. Yeah, it's kind, it's kind of a strange thing. I drank so much on Saturday, brother. I had... I, you know I, you know what I noticed? I put on five pounds over the weekend. Did you really? Because I really? ate at Hooters. I ate at Grievy's. I had fried chicken for the first time yesterday. I had Popeye's, and I had Baja Fresh. And I had to have oh. had, in all, about... A, a case of beer and throw in some Red Bull, you know, Jaeger bombs or whatever they're called. By the way, those things, those things are good. Were you guys okay. those manos from? Uh... No, I just uh, got the uh, the usual, the uh, bean and cheese. Oh. You, the bombs are fun. I never realized oh, yeah. how much bombs are like, and I'm talking about when it comes to drinks. Yeah, because the Jaeger bombs, the uh, O bombs. I never thought that I could do a a car bomb. Oh, oh man! And because I don't like Guinness, and I hope they're not a sponsor. Tastes like Ovaltine. But it's it's too it's it, too thick. It's too thick for me, and I'm usually not digging on the thick stuff. Yeah, side. you do an Irish car bomb. It tastes like chocolate milk. And mm-hmm. so you put what the Baileys and what else uh, did you drop? Irish whiskey, yeah. yeah, Jameson. And man, you're right. I did it the first time, and it's you start drinking, and you're like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to kill this," and there's no way I could chug a, a Guinness. I just wouldn't be able to do it. It's too heavy. I start drinking it. And you're right. It's like I'm uh, in the third grade with my with my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I'm sitting there chugging the chocolate milk at the same time. I'll tell you what. Do a couple of those right in a row. You're set. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. And that was the one. That was the night that I get I got kicked. Uh, I was told to go home by my buddies on the hill because I was at that party. It was 11 o'clock, and they were like, "Go home, bro. You're gonna pass out here at the bar. You just need to go home." But I had a blast, and then <laughs> and then I had my first Jaeger bomb. Uh, yesterday. Really? You never had a Jaeger bomb before? Never. We worked at a new rock station. You never had a Jaeger bomb when we were out? Never did the Jaeger bomb. I know. I I guess I got my uh, Jaeger bomb cherry busted, if you you will. You know what? I'm going to take you out. I'm going to give you some three wise men. What's that one? (laughs) Uh, What is it? Cuervo? Cuervo, uh, Jack, and uh, Tim Beam. Tim Beam, yeah. Yeah. All right, that sounds fun. You gotta watch out for those drinks with that uh, Red Bull in it, man. That's but, man. That, no, but I love that actually. But that's like that, that, they say it's dangerous. Ball, dude. It's you got a depressant and then a stimulant. I mean, if you're not Matt Albert, yeah, Matt uh, Albert could die from that well, kind of stuff. Well, let me tell you what I was doing actually at the Irish Four Courts. I'm sitting there because my new thing. I love. I like the Red Bull because I. I like it. Gives me wings. It gives me energy for yeah. the night. So my thing is that I go with the Red Bull and vodka. I'm digging on that. So I started drinking the Red Bull and vodka, and this is the end of the night, because I'm trying to pick the energy up because I already had all that beer and all that food. Then that's when they ordered the Jaeger bombs. So I'm already having a Red Bull and vodka. Then we sit there and we chug the Jaeger bomb, and then I'm like, I can feel my heart already. Oh, yeah. You know, and I was like, and I tried to pawn off the rest of my Red Bull and vodka to one of my buddies, and they were so hammered. I mean, the guy had already done two Jaeger bombs back to back. He couldn't do it, so he ended up giving it back to me, and I ended up drinking the rest of it, and then that's when my buddy You know what you got to try? What's it called? That Sparks? The stuff in the big orange can? 
Mm, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's a uh, kind of like a energy drink type thing, but with vodka in it. So it already has buy, it included. Yeah, you can buy it in the store. Wow. You know what I mix is I may mix the 180 in vodka. That sounds like fun too. Because I dig on that 180. That's the energy drink I, Actually, I used that, before the show. That's what the spark tastes Just more be like. Careful. Because it's a um, it's like an orange type energy drink. Is it really that bad for you to have the things? No, I mean. There are, I'm pretty sure there have been many cases of it happening, but I mean, you're taking a stimulant. Why are you, writing, the, why are you writing down on the party? Oh, I mean, I, I'm not saying that so at all, but I work at a bar and I know that there's. I think that's a that's I'll a put problem. it to you this way the ABC does not encourage it. Yeah, that, that's a problem when you get uh, maybe, you know, yeah. 15. And it's not illegal. I'm not saying they discourage it in that way, but it's not something they say, hey, do, you know. Because that's the whole reason they put the Red Bull in the bars, is yeah. it makes that stuff oh, yeah, up, right? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I need an expert on this. 866-277-4969. I could see if you were someone obese like Matt Albert. Yeah. And it being a problem. Maybe someone like Punani who's in his 50s. Matt Albert's heart would explode like a ham in a microwave. I'm telling you, I can, <laughs> I can, I can feel my heart beating. But I, I was awake the rest of the night. And let me tell you the other thing, too. Somehow it sobered me up as well. And I know that sounds crazy. It, well, that's what uh, the uh, Red Bull does a lot of times. It makes you feel sober because you've got a lot of energy, right. which you, when you're drunk, you normally don't. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can hear that. Magdalena Skellington, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's up, baby? Hello. The new favorite woman in the hideout. How are you, sweetie? The, the hideout's first lady. I heard you talking about car bombs. Are you are you good at these or what? I am the car bomb queen. The most I ever did was nine in one hour. Ooh, wow. How? That is hardcore. I can drink you under the table. I'm sure you can. Nine car bombs? Wow. That, that's got to be illegal. Who serves you nine car bombs? <laughs> Did at the black cat. <laughs> oh, did you really? Well, I'm sure you got a chick like this. You're like, hey, screw it. If you're not driving, I'll give it to you. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is that? Do you even need anything the rest of the night? Huh? Do you even need anything the rest of the night, or does that? Does... Uh, a couple of shots. I don't remember. <laughs> wow, nine hey. car bombs in an hour. Good for you. I gotta know where girls like this are hanging on it. Now, Hermantan, I hear you got a little crush on Magdalena Skellington. Is this true? Well, she's a good-looking woman. She, I mean, she's a very good-looking woman, very attractive. Bateman, get in here for a second. I too. wouldn't leave her by herself. I put you that way. Magdalena Skellington, are you into the brothers? Uh, you, you ever gone black? I never have been. I, I normally would you, go. Would you be up yeah, to normally, it? Oh, I say you should try twice, at least twice in your life. Uh, her, <laughs> her style seems to be the uh, really skinny in the 30s. You one. do it, and then if you don't think you like it, you try it again just to make sure. Let me, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you this. As a porn, though, that's got to be an amazing visual because she's so... Like fair skinned and pasty white, and then you got Wayne Brady over here. <laughs> you, you, that yeah. that love making would be just interesting to look at. Yeah, well, you'd have to adjust your vertical on your TV. <laughs> you would think something's <laughs> off. You'd be hitting the side of it. Am I watching the Twilight? <laughs> You're slapping the side of it like it's the eighties. Am I watching the Twilight Zone in black and white? What is this? Oh my goodness. Hey, what happened with you, Bateman? Friday night, you and the you went out with Magdalena and victim. Is that after she had the nine car bombs? No, no, no. That okay, was after, I was going to say, you seemed com- just a couple of beers. Completely we sober exactly at that sober. point. <laughs> so you went out with the ladies? Yeah, they called me at like 2.15 in the morning. <laughs> Who the hell is calling me now? It was drunken dialing. Come on. Then did you score? Of course. <laughs> did he score Magdalena? Not with me. What? 
Did you end up squirming? Liar. Did you get with Victim? She doesn't want to admit it. I love that in the hideout we got a chick and her name's Victim. <laughs> Did she want it, though? Uh, both of them wanted it. All right, enough of that. Get <laughs> out of here. would you get out of the bed, though, really, if they called you? I mean, she's... I, I was already... hot. Honestly... If fifteen, you'd get out. I was being a lazy ass eating donuts, and I was dressed for bed, and then the phone rang, and like... Hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, sure, I'm dressed to go out right now. We we called Tommy to tell him that um, we were driving down 14th Street, and there's a bunch of, like, prostitutes walking up and down the street. So Brooke was hanging out the... um, Victim. Victim was hanging out the car window, (laughs) offering him $20 to liquor link. (laughs) <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. And you what, you called Bateman wide to ask if you wanted we to go over there and shop him up. We called him to tell him that, and then we're up. just like yelling over the phone. Man, like, uh, we're going to man, come out. Hey, let me tell you this, too. So then I get a call. It's the middle of the night, Friday. <laughs> I get a call from Bateman. I'm hey, glad no one has my number. Hey, dude, hey, dude. I'm like, what's going on, man? Got home, ready to go to bed. Guess who called me? I don't know. Who called you, Magdalena and Victim. They want me to go out. I'm in my I'm in my 90s. I'm in my P- I'm in my PJs, <laughs> my, my skibbies. But I think I'm gonna go ahead and go out. I'm like, good for you. Go have fun. What do you want me to do? I was just calling to rub it in. Shut up. I bet you he's got. I'm sure they would have invited me. All right, baby. I don't have your phone number. If you give you don't need phone it. Number, we'll drunk and dial you. I'll give you my phone number. Hold on. <laughs> Nobody's interested. Please no, call me at two fifteen. <laughs> All right, baby. We'll talk to you. John, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey. What's up, bro? I just want to talk to you about car bombs. What do you know about them? Oh, I know a lot about them. I'm a, I'm a drunk and I'm a bartender. <laughs> Beautiful. So, yeah. And, uh, so many, it, one kind of goes with the other. How many could you uh, How many could you do in an hour? Could you top Magdalena? Well, I, I personally could beat her. You could do more but, than nine in an but hour. That's not, but that's nothing to brag about. No, all right, that's true. So you're, you're, but, you know, your liver has to be hard as a rock. Oh, um, my liver left and went to Florida three years ago. <laughs> all right, bro. Thanks, Josh. It, it sends me um, postcards all the time. Are you it's, it's sitting there right next to him right now smoking a cigarette? Are you drunk now, John? Um, no, I'm, I'm on my way to get drunk. <laughs> all right, good. Does that count? Can I call you back later? But anyway, yeah, car, bombs aren't, car bombs aren't really that strong. What? How can it's, they not be? It's Guinness and it's whiskey. Yeah, but it's, it's half a shot of Bailey's. Half a shot of Irish whiskey, yeah. which Bateman's is only 47 proof. <laughs> Listen to this cat. You're awesome, John. Thank you, bro. But you're, drink- I- you're drinking it pretty fast, though, in, in a large volume. I not to say do this. Please don't do this. Cam, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? What's up, brother? Nothing. I'm a local amateur stamp comedian, so I've been to rehab before. Nice. And there's actually a medical reason why you shouldn't mix the two. How's that? It's... Twice as bad for your liver. The caffeine mixing with all that alcohol, like the, the amount of caffeine. Like caffeine in a Coke is not that bad. Caffeine in coffee mixed with alcohol is not that bad. But you mix something with such a high level of caffeine, it's going to destroy your liver with the alcohol. Now, is that just when you do it like occasionally, maybe like once a month, or is it for the people that are doing it two, three times a week? I mean, I do it like once a week because, you know, sometimes you just need something to wake you up a little bit late at night. Right. All right. I think it's, it's not something you should do on a regular basis. Just stick to the regular booze. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Learn yeah. a little something in the hideout from alcoholics. Hey, they're they the, know. They're, they're the, the best they're ones the to tell us. Yeah. Hey, you really serious about giving Magdalena your number? Certainly. I've got her on the IM right now. Write it down for me. I'll give it to her. Look at me. She can call me anytime at all times. I'd love for you guys to hook up. You can call me Steve Ray. 
You need it. <laughs> Earl, whatever. It doesn't matter. Call me Ray. Call me Ray Bottoms. No, definitely not. Work my bottom. I don't have it. Wonder Way. Please, por favor. It was funny. Uh, I got a text message. One night, Wonder Boy was on the air and saying how he was leaving her behind. And then uh, Mantan I, uh, text messages me, I can't wait till this fool leaves his chick behind. She's so hot. Look at you, man. It's only honesty. Hey, Magdalena, stay away from him. He's a player. No, I'm not. I am far from a player. I just appreciate women. I'm a C-block now. He's, Go for it. He's a player. And uh, from what I hear, he's got the bumps. <laughs> the bumps. <laughs> and I don't mean rape there, the bumps. There's, uh, there's three little letters I want to tell you. H, I, and V. <clears throat> That's all right. I got my papers. It's all good. Do you, you go tested, get tested regularly? Not regularly. I don't need to get tested regularly, but I've been... you're a little whore. I've been tested. Sure? No, no, no. I, I saw that video, and I after have... seeing that video from 4th of July, Matt, Sid, and you all need first to go of all, get you tested. Have, first of all, you have safe sex, and... <laughs> all right, I had to dump that. I thought, you don't even, don't worry about it. Because <laughs> you were, I don't know what you were trying to go for, but that wasn't even this close to being... Call. That wasn't close call. to being... This number's very... <laughs> Me and Bateman got the to-go plan together. That's the thing. Yeah, I hear ya. And why is it about all the brothers getting dumped tonight? Between you and Matt Albert? Why so? Well, you know what it was? Getting dumped on I, the uh, FCC? I, tr I tried to stop it. I mean, I tried to stop it. Yeah, he did... He put the brakes on a little bit too late. I love how he put his he put his hands over his eyes after he said something that we had to dump out of. I mean, come on, you know how you know how brothers are when we tell jokes and we talk about stuff. We're very descriptive, and you know, there's a lot of things that you can't be descriptive. Hey, let me tell you, me a call. All right, I'll do that. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna kick it over right now. Right. You too could date Wayne Brady. <laughs> hey, uh, in fact, go to RadioHideout.com if you're wondering what Matt Albert, Mantan, any of these brothers look like. There's even a picture of us, I think, on the website, J-Dub. Um, I don't know what happened recently. That bad monkey. I need a little help. All right, let's so do it. So you heard me in the weekend, uh, whose weekend was it? Right. How I got stuck at a, um, I got stuck, you know, after after Dr. Dreamos or whatever. And I'm going back, and my buddy, you know, it's me and and him and a couple of chicks. And uh, my boy takes one of the chicks into the bedroom. So I'm just, like, sitting there on the couch with this hot chick who ends up giving us a ride. And you sit in front of the back on the way home. I didn't have any game. The front with her. What kind of vehicle? Five-speed, automatic. It's a little four-door. I mean, was their hear... closeness? Was there proximity? I mean, I, mean, I get I mean, you, you know, there's been conversation was... the whole night. You want to hear about no game? I was 19 years old, uh, and uh, we were going from party to party. And actually, this girl, the, the car was so packed that this girl was sitting on my lap, and I still couldn't get the game going. She was sitting on my lap because the thing was so so damn packed, and I still couldn't get nothing going. Oh, man. Could she tell that you um, were into her at all, if you will? I wasn't, you know, but when you're, when you're 19 and a virgin, I mean, Sid and Matt can attest for this, kind of drop your standards. Oh. And you were willing? Uh, she, she was, uh, the problem was, she, was, she wasn't bad looking, right. but the problem was she was like 25. <laughs> Why is that a problem? You're 19 and a virgin, usually the 25-year-old chicks, uh, college chicks don't go for you. 
Well, I mean, you don't tell her that you're 19 and a virgin, or had she, you already? She, she was from the bill, so everybody knows that. <laughs> so everybody yeah. knew. There's uh, there's Jelly Roll Johnson, the 19-year-old yeah. virgin. Yeah. Who wants to take it? No one. <laughs> no one. Wanted. I can attest to that. There were many a times we tried everything in our power to get this molay. You know, it was just wasn't the right time. That's right. You can, you can usually tell within the first four or five words out of a, a female's mind whether or not you guys are going to get together. You think so? If she refers to herself as, like, as an I or anything like that within the first five minute, five words out of her mouth, forget about it because all she's concerned with is herself. But, however, if there's this general conversation going on, I mean, you're good to go. Especially if the closer you get, the closer you get. It's the law of progression. And here's the other thing, too. Like, I was afraid to make a move. Because I stunk. Right. And by stinking, I mean stinking. Because, again, it was all day. It had been at Hooters. It had been uh, uh, out on the patio at Greavy's. It's at Dr. Dremos, which doesn't have air conditioning. As nice as a place as it seems to be, there's no air conditioning there. So we're playing ping pong downstairs. One game of ping pong, dripping, just soaking, sweating. Then walking back and forth the Irish courts, having your buddy throw up. Oh, so let's, oh, needless oh. to say, about 2.15 in the morning, you got the hot chick sitting next to you. You want to make a move. Pheromones, man. But, yeah, that's what she gets from that or vomit. You should have <laughs> threw some, some nice, like, jungle music on or something like that. And hit it with the, hit it with the mochismo. Come on, man. I was, I was spinning the game. I, I felt good. And then you know when it happens when you're sitting there and you like uncross your legs and you get a whiff oh. of oh, yourself God. of yourself. Yeah. No, Stop. no, no. Stop. You have to. You have to. We have to talk to my chick sometime because this weekend I was sitting on the on the couch playing video games. I stood up. I could smell myself. I smell the couch. The couch has a scent on it. Oh. <laughs> so we had man. to get the cleaner out. He's clean off the couch. I need to get checked. I, let me tell you this, too. Occasionally, I uh, sit down for a punching session, <laughs> and I usually punch after my workout. Yeah. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than when you're laying down for a punching session, you've just gotten done with a two-hour workout, and you've tanned. That's got to be the most... Dis and, it, and it ruins the mood because you smell... But you associate the smell with what you're looking at on television. <laughs> and when there are certain acts being performed, you're like, that's the dirtiest whore ever. Yeah. And then you realize it's you. Oh, and then man. you can't even get excited for yourself because you're that dirty. And that was my weekend. Do you so, at least wash your hands first? Man, why? Oh, just come on. Get dirty. <laughs> you know, you, but you said you weren't panning. Right. That has to be, like, you know, all the hot chicks in high school and everything wanted to work at the tanning place. Right. I don't think they knew what they were getting themselves in for, like, when, like, people like us went to the tanning bed, smelly, got out, and then they had to go in there and spray that mother down. That has to, that has to be, then be one step above uh, the, uh, the mopper at the porn place. Do you think that um, hot chicks stink the same way guys do when they tan? Cause your your chick tans. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think she does. Have you noticed man tans? Women stink. They just take care of themselves better than men do. Yeah. I mean, they, go to a gym. You've been next to women oh, yeah. in the gym. I mean, they stink. How do they? How do they keep it so? They high? shave their hair off. Is that what like, they do? Body, all all of it's off. You know. That's that, why that, that keeps a lot of smelling. Now. Yeah, and they just take care of themselves better. They're always doing it. That's why I stink so bad. Cause I'm so hairy.
Dad, I'm going. Oh, on, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to a place called Schlitterbahn in Texas. It's an, out, it's an outdoor. You're bond. going to Cinnabon? Schlitterbahn. What? Uh, it's an outdoor, you know, like um, water park. And I'm so worried about my back hair. You're going to try to go down the water slide. You're going to be like a sponge and just stop right in the middle. You're going to get a tattoo that says Otter on the side of your arm. <laughs> it's going to be all mad. Oh, speaking of it. tattoos, we got to get a hold of uh, Kenny from Honky Tonk Tattoo all right. and get my tattoo before we go on break. Your Lions tattoo? Yeah, my Detroit Lions. What happened uh, to that flashing stuff that I called about, too? Oh, that's right. All right, well, that's the hideout for this Tuesday night. We're uh, on up out this bitch. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to Mantan. Thank you for having me, fellas. Thank you to the Comedy Dumplings anytime. Thank you to uh, Magdalena, Bateman, Oddball, Punani, as dubs, I'm half A. Until uh, tomorrow night, 11 o'clock. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Tubby's a fab. Tubby's a virgin. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Fred Smooth, Washington Redskins. I'll be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I thought.